Yes. We're live. Um, yo. Yeah. Mic check, mic check. Yo, it's working. Okay. Ah, okay. Um, let's see. Are you, are you, are you, are you Ronald? Ronaldinho? Ronaldo? <laughs> What's it? Um, <laughs> what, what, it's, what? it's actually just Ronald. Just Ronald. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, just quickly, just jump into this. If you're a first time listener, welcome to episode three, four, four of King of Black. Um, I don't know whatever platform you're listening to. Subscribe, follow. Yeah, man, and uh, let's get into it. Um, today, um, you're here with um, well, Ronald. <laughs> Who's um, he's a poet, and um, do you do, do you also do spoken word, or is it just? Um, no, nah, I don't like my voice enough to do spoken word. Order you, my guy. Order you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I've tried before, but then it's just not my thing. Like it just wasn't working. So like, uh, nah, let me focus on what I'm actually good at. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um, just give people a brief intro, uh, brief intro about yourself and everything. Um, okay, so I'm Claude, Claude Ronald. And so, yeah, for those who would like to know my surname too. And um, basically, I'm a poet, as you said, and I'm an accountant too. And I'm studying computer science, and I don't know what else to say, but basically, that's it. Like, um, I'm from Area 25. Um, yeah, but currently staying outside the country, not that it matters, but anyways, but yeah, <laughs> so but basically, it's always your who and diaspora is making the most noise. Um, no, that's basically just dango on Twitter, but some of us are like so quiet, but anyways, yeah, so, um, yeah, I write, um, I've been writing since like 2011 or 2012 and it's really been a passion and mostly I would write for like the secondary school magazine and everything. But then like, mm. I just started mainstream writing like in 2018, basically because I think I grew closer to Louisa and yeah, I was just inspired by her. Uh, and uh, that's when I started writing seriously. Uh, for me, I, I don't, I don't know much about poetry. So yeah, basically I, <laughs> yeah, basically just gonna lead this chat a little bit. Um, have you, when you start mainstream writing, have you like, have you okay? Do you have any publications or it's just like a, like a, when um, is it WordPress and the like? Um, no, I don't have any because mostly I just write my poetry and then like compile it and then share it amongst my friends and everything. Um, mm. because my poetry for me has been like a personal part of me. Like I just write things that are concerning me most of the times. Like my last collection was like working around my depression, like when I was going through shit and everything. And yeah, so like, it's so personal for me. Like I don't feel safe putting it out there. Like I know that one day my dad will see it and he will think he's getting attacked or maybe someone will see it and they won't understand the concept of wherever I'm coming from. So yeah, like 
it's hard for me to put it out there. But then, like, I did with the collection, which was, like, titled Boards, which was Ballads of a Really Damaged Soul. And, like, for me, that was a step forward because I did make money from there, although most of it went to charity anyways. But, yeah, that was a step forward for me. Where is it accessible from? Um, right now it's not for sale anymore it's like free and i think i'll just put like the the link to the google drive on my on my twitter nah, uh, right. yeah um well, forward me the, the link to that one so we can put in the the episode description all right i'll, I'll forward that yeah. um, um okay continue ah, go on, go on. okay um and basically like the thing with writing is you look at it and then you think like how am I gonna make money because like the buyers of poetry in Malawi are just basically the same people like it's just poets buying from other poets yeah. and seems like it's a very small market right yeah like it's a small market so like most of the times this into so great generally like you just you just don't feel like doing it because you know get a lot out of it like they're like a few like um the Chiwamba person who is really good, like one of the best and everything, like those people, I feel like they make good money out of poetry, but then to like amass that, you have to be like so unique yep. and yeah. So, so yep. I feel like it's hard, like generally, I feel like it's easier being a writer, but writing other stuff, like you write for newspapers or whatever, that's mm-hmm. easier. But then the more you, the more you like lean towards being a poet, no, that's hard because it's hard to monetize poetry basically everywhere and not just like um in Malawi like it's so hard because first of all like um poetry used to be a big thing in the 1950s and somewhere there people outgrew that like right now people have a lot of stuff to keep them occupied mm-hmm. yeah and reading like as a culture like has generally declined and everything so yeah yeah, especially the side like ish. Yeah, oh my god. Now even like the same on the same point, um the reading culture is like just it's it's completely horrible. Like um I was with Dali earlier today, you yeah. know, talking about some something similar to that. It wasn't necessarily about poetry, just reading culture in general. Yeah. And uh, he spoke about the whole Ken Banda situation, how like there was that yeah. article on Malawi twenty four. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And I saw that. And he, 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 both of us, we admitted that we really didn't go through the entire article, just pretty much just skimmed through it. Yeah, and sadly, I did the same thing because I don't know, for some reason, I felt like I already knew the story. And yeah, that's why we pretty much already knew. Yeah. So it was just like, okay, let's see what, what angle are they going at, I guess. Yeah, I think that's the thing, like, it's really hard to read, even I myself, like, I only, I only, like, read stuff when, like, maybe they've gained some traction, and that's wrong of me, but then, like, reading is really just hard to adapt as a hobby, it's really, like, it's so hard, like, um, I read this, this book by this girl, I don't know, I don't know her name, but her handle is something, like, Casey something, but yeah, she yeah, wrote something, um, like, uh, the Vagina Diaries one. Yeah, that one I read from start to finish. Like, 
I've, I've read a couple, like, I always try my best to buy whatever I come across and give it a read. And, yeah, but I can't say really I've read everything that, like, Malawians are putting out there. Like, when I was on the creator account, I tried to, like, compile something to, like, yeah, just put a little light on it. But basically, I feel like right now it's just, like, poets have to be there for each other. That's the only way forward. Yeah, I think that's actually... I think poets are each other's biggest market. Yeah. This and um, I think the craziest, the craziest part is I think in Malawi, this I think I don't know what I don't know what it is. Like everyone wants just to make it on their own. Jesus. Yeah. Especially and, in that type of industry, it's like <laughs> and it's ridiculous thing, to assume that that's gonna happen. And another thing is I've never seen poets like collaborating so much, like musicians and other artists do, and I don't understand mm-hmm. why. Because like I've tried asking a couple of them and then most of them they generally just seem uninterested like and it's hard to understand but then like actually in the new collection of mine that's coming soon like I've included three other poets and ah. yeah ah. Wait, by the way what what does um what does Dilombe mean um it means let us pray let us what let us pray let us pray Dumbuga? yeah no, you were, I remember I saw something like you, you're also including some poems in Tumbuka. Yeah, some poems are in Tumbuka, and some are in Chichewa, and some are in English. Like, um, that was me trying like to reach to a diverse audience, and yeah. Isn't, it, isn't that a bit challenging considering the, um, stru- the structure of, um, of poems, right? I think um, I don't know. Maybe you, I think you can shed, shed some light on that. I feel like with with poetry, you know how like it's written stanzas, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think then they will have a language that we automatically think in. It's not even like a choice, right? Yeah. And that being said, I think isn't that a bit isn't that a bit difficult to do? If you're thinking a certain language and you're trying to put this into a poem, but in a whole other language. Um. Basically, as for me. Sanami and Limaganiza and Chizungu guys. And like it was hard, but then like I'm so fluent in Tumbuga. I think the hard part had to be Chichewa because, in as much as I'm fluent in Chichewa, like Chichewa poetry is just so hard. Like it's easier maybe when it's spoken word, but then like when you have to like just no, have, have it written, it. yeah. it's just so hard. And like I grew up in a Tumbuga home, I grew up with my grandparents like my grandpa, my grandma, and they always tried so hard to like make sure we learn Tumbuga, we know, we know, and right now I can speak Tumbuga like very fluently and yeah. And um, even the collection, yeah, that's coming. Uh-huh. It's about my grandpa, like the whole of it, the entire like collection. Uh-huh. So yeah, like, um, I feel like it's really challenging writing in several languages and I speak five languages and I was trying to integrate them all but then in the, in the other languages I just failed completely and yeah. yeah you're not that as fluent in, in those ones in the yeah. other two. Yeah I was trying to include French and Kiango and the but I, French. <laughs> yeah I, I, I completely flunked that in high school. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I was like I, um I tried, but I think, it, I think it didn't with, work um, out. So with French, with French, I think the uh, sentence structure is completely different from 
most yeah. languages. So I think that would actually very it'd be very difficult to do. Yeah, because I was not about to like just force myself to put something there and then have it be there, but then be subpar. Because I believe in because like having push a certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. in like having quality work or something, and yeah. Because more often than not, when you can't market something yourself, it's usually how good the thing is that markets itself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very true. So and yeah. um. Yeah, I feel like even with, with um with music this side, I think a lot of and which is, <laughs> I just find it so funny. Like for me, how, how I'm looking at um the the music uh, industry this side, everyone I think no artist should consider themselves that as you know as a made artist. Everyone is still upcoming. That's how I'm looking at. Um yeah, like yeah, and it's so funny how I find some people like literally not trying to market anything like. Well, you really think you're you're going to that point where? Because if you're assuming that, then I think you should be in a position that you can release a project without having to announce it, and it will still sell. But if you know that you're not there yet, then push as much as possible. Yeah, and currently, I don't think like in Malawi we have an artist that can release a project without marketing but it. Having to then, announce, yeah, yeah, like. And then we actually wait to do numbers that we're not we're not nobody's there yet. And this this comes to a point which I, I, I like wanted to like discuss. I feel like mm-hmm. the other thing with poetry that we don't do enough is marketing. We we don't wanna put money into the poetry, like we don't wanna market it. We don't wanna hire someone to market it to like come up with marketing plans and everything. Mm-hmm. That was what that was what went wrong with my first one because I didn't make as much money as I felt like I would make because like I did I wasn't willing to put money on into it okay but then that time i was broke as hell too so it's understandable <laughs> but then right now like i've hired someone to do the marketing like once everything is said like they'll do the marketing yeah. like it's just trying to like have someone who is a specialist in that field do that thing because you might be an artist but are you good at marketing or do you are know you yeah. like do you know how to convince people think, do you know how to make people I want to thing it's a problem like a lot of artists have in Malawi. Like, I think that we will assume that we take everything, we take everything into our own hands. Yeah. And just assume that, you know what, I can do it, I can do it. You know, yeah. so it's, you know, it's, when the day, it's just everything is so subpar. Yeah. And on top of that, like, most artists don't have a team. You don't have, you don't have an editor, you don't have, Someone, like a manager or something, like yeah. yeah. So you just kind of whatever you feel like doing. I had with um, Black Esco in the last episode. Yeah, but people are not really. I think everyone just taking everything to their own hands, and even if they do have, let's say, a team, it, they're just picking their friends, not necessarily anybody who's actually good at yeah. something specifically. You know, like for this like collection, yeah, like um. I had to choose someone to be an editor, yeah? and mm. I'll say I, one of the people that I chose is my close friends. But then I did it because they really like good poet, and everybody knows that it, it's Louisa, anyways. And mm-hmm. and the other person had to be someone who I really admire. But then, like, we weren't friends like that by the time like I was approaching them about my project, mm-hmm. and that's Pindu. Like, we we became friends like that because like. We were working on this together, but otherwise we weren't like that close at all. Mm-hmm. And 
like I've just grown to appreciate the sort of person that she is and how she goes about her art and everything like she, she's taught me a lot and that's another thing that I also wanted to discuss like most artists we don't have that spirit to learn we just feel like yeah if I can do this that means I'm where I'm at right now like, we, yeah, yeah. Okay, but then we need to learn from people who we know these people are obviously like really good at this thing too. Yeah, they know they know the, the stuff yeah yeah so we need to learn like there is no harm in learning like in taking a point or two from someone yeah true. i mean same thing like i think like, um when your uncle put out that um he tweeted I can't remember the exact words, but basically he was saying, he was speaking on why exactly is it that Malawian artists are not selling as much as they should. I mean, yeah. there's so many people who are, who are, who are talented, you know? Yeah. They're, putting yeah. out, they're putting out work, but it's still, the numbers are not, are not reflecting that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one, of, one of the people said something about that, people's attitudes. Yeah. And I think that that really does go a long way. Um, That really, like, does go a long way because, like, um i'll mention the issue of having a pr team like you need someone to work on your public relations and everything like look at this kid that's like trending on twitter the quest Uh, yeah the (laughs) quest kid like basically like you do that like you push some people who love who love who love your album away like you push some people who want to buy your art away like it's about like talent and attitude like they have to go together yeah i mean yeah you're talented but then these are you have to understand these are these are human beings human beings who will cancel you for less yeah unless you're 50 cent 50 cent never gets canceled (laughs) or anything that's it's difficult to cancel that man (laughs) yeah so like the issue at hand is let me give an example of Ntangwanika. Like, everybody knows Ntangwanika is a sweetheart. Everybody wants to work with Ntangwanika. Yeah. I don't, I don't know a person who would say, I don't want to work with Ntangwanika. That's the sort because of attitude of, that you should be giving of, out. Because of personal issues, that would be very unlikely. Yeah. Like, that's the sort yes. of vibe you should be putting out as an artist. Like, and I feel like it's good to like just have someone advise you because you you cannot know everything. Like there are times when you get angry, like even I don't like my Twitter personality. Like I feel like sometimes I'm vile and whatnot. But yeah, it is what it is, though. Like sometimes these things happen. Yeah, yeah. But then like sometimes you have to know when to hit stop and when to like hold back a little. Or how to interact with your fans and people who want to like buy your work because currently I can't just be hyping me up because I'm their friend and they don't even read the whole thing, but it's okay. So, okay, yeah. uh, somebody said something like, I think it was Panda who said something like, if you're gonna buy my work just because we're friends and then don't consume it, I'd rather you not buy it. Yeah, I feel the same way too, like, honestly, because you give me, like, that feeling that my work is going somewhere, like, it's reaching a wider audience, but then it's not. And that's really, like, messed up, to be honest, because what's the whole point then? Yeah, I feel like Twitter hype is, like, so misleading, you know? Yeah, like, Uh, 
say for example, you put out that yo, I'm 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 about to release my my project, right? I'm working on this book, and you get all these RTs and everything. Then yeah. the day you find that the, the percentage of the people who even liked and retweeted is like so small as compared to the ones who have actually bought it. Yeah. Then you're like, where's everybody else? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you wonder, like, could he, the why why do you show interest and then like not get the thing? But then at the same time, you have to understand, could he art is not forced upon anyone. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. all. I feel like art in general is just an acquired taste. Yeah, the it, it doesn't really. Yeah. By by default, it's not supposed to appeal to everyone. You yeah, know? I think that's something like, like well, an art. Because yeah. also, it's just something completely factual. That's why I think most of the times art is strictly opinion. Anyway. Yeah, um, like that's true. And then like I feel like the other thing with um, being a Malawian artist is we don't have a platform at all. Like, and not just like poets, but everyone in general. Like don't have a platform like we don't have much publication companies in Malawi and yeah that's true that's true like the yeah, show speaking, on speaking the... publication yeah um do, do, do you plan on printing it out um I would have but then it's like too short it's too short it's like it's like 20 pages long and I feel like Printing that it would cost a lot, and I would not be able to break even or let alone make any profits. And nah. yeah, and now that brings us to the question: Goody, am I doing this like to make something out of it, or am I doing it as a hobby or something? Because yeah, mm. some people do art as a hobby, like they're not invested in it, and some people take their art seriously; they invest money in it and everything. So, like, those are two different types of artists. Like, there'll be those who just uh, give away the music for free. Can. Yeah. And then there'll be then those who'll be feeling yeah. like, yeah, there'll be those who'll be able to, like, give their music away for free. There'll be those who want to sell their music. There'll be those who want to, like, just give their work away, like, just to get, like, some publicity or something, like, mm-hmm. to get their name out there. And then there'll be those who'll be looking to like, how much did I invest in this and how much do I want out of this? Mm-hmm. And generally, I feel like everyone is in need for their own reason. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. What what then, um what angle are you looking at it from? Um for me I would say like I'm a mixture of those two because I started writing because I loved it. And mm-hmm. Mostly, I write because that's my way, like, to, like, let things out. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like there are two topics in my life that that have, like, um, that have really, like, troubled me my entire life. And one was covered in boards, and the other one is about to be covered now. I feel like after this, I don't know if I'll write again or I'll write, like, something that I'll put out for sale again I feel like after this I'll just be writing to put it out like just a hobby but then like these two issues have been big in my life and then these I'm looking at them from like a business point of view I think I, maybe I don't know 
yeah, maybe at the same time, you also have to consider that. I mean, we'll maybe look at um, the word I'm looking for. Um, not not returns per se, but like um, how people receive the work. I guess I think that could also can uh, it'll sort of put you in a in a space where you can actually say, "Am I gonna write? In, am I am I gonna write another book to to put out for sale or whatever?" I think that would actually. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like yeah, the how... reception is what matters the most. Yeah, but yeah, then that's reception. That's that's what I want to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like from my point of view, like um, writing for me is just a hobby, and the only reason I sell some of these things is because like I have a specific reason. Like boards, I sold it because like um, I had an in- initiative with friends. If you'd like to talk about it, we would talk about it. It's mm. called like it's called Elevate Two Six Five, where we would go like help street kids and everything, and yeah. So like I sold boards because I had to like invest in that as well. Pump money into that initiative. Yeah, this ah, I'm, ah. this I'm only selling because I've pumped money into this. Like there is something unique about this which I'm not willing to like give away right now. But then yeah, it's not like a regular like um a regular poetry collection. Like there is more to it. Mm-hmm. yeah and then but it's something that i'm not willing to give away right now but there is it's so unique like so unexpected and i'm sure no one will even expect it no one will see it coming um just little um when you we were talking about um how exactly the marketing on the marketing end yeah um have you thought about getting those um uh like also, Promote um, those like promoted tweets and promoted um, IG posts. I think that's the the go a long yeah. way. Yeah, I'm like, actually planning like, on getting that because I hired someone to market the thing, and we've talked about all that, and that's something that we're willing to do. And more especially since like I'm here, like it's easier to get like those services. Like yeah, those, those, yeah, sure, sure, sure. They're literally like a click away, and yeah, you know, like the marketing, we feel like. It has to start when, like, we're done with everything. Because currently, yeah, currently, like, we're st- yeah, currently we're still working on it. Like, there are a lot of people working on this project, and yeah. Ah, all right, that's great. That's great. But then anyway, the marketing man, will um, start soon, and you'll see it. Yeah, okay. Can't wait to see it, man. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it was awesome having you here. Wanted to get a, you know, listen, an yeah. insight on what exactly is coming with the book and everything. Um, your your stance on how the poetry uh, situation in the country and everything, and in general, like you said, it's uh, not. I wouldn't say small per se, but it's like um, poetry is not is not as big as, as as it used to be and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and hopefully also other poets will be able to listen to, to this episode and like see exactly how they can, you know, brought in their marketing or not. Yeah. Yeah, man. Again, it was nice having you. Thank you. Uh, like, thank you for having bro. me here. Anytime, man. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs>